Previously on Nerd Punches Nerd. Well, we should have a, we should have a podcast like when you guys do the special podcast. We should have one of <laughs> nerd, nerd adores nerd, and it's you guys just having a lovely discussion about about. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Nerd Punches Nerd, the only podcast where a bunch of nerds pretend to physically fight for minor pop culture minutia. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I'm here with a couple of folks today, including someone a little bit extra, if you know what I mean. That's right, say hello, folks. Hello. Folks. Folks. <laughs> he, says, he says I'm a little bit extra, because I'm fat. <laughs> That's right. Those... very uncomfortable. Those familiar dulcet tones are of Mysterious Craig, who we've referenced about six times on the podcast so far, by my count. You guys are making me blush, a whole six. <laughs> Jeremy keeps count, he has like a poster with like your picture on it, and <laughs> tally marks. <laughs> tally marks yeah, my little tally marks. That's right, good. so I have, I've been keeping a count of how many times we mentioned Joss Whedon, how many times we mentioned Nobuo Uematsu, and how many times have we mentioned Craig. I'm sorry to say, Craig, but you're in really last place. That's okay. The more times you mention me, the more hairs I get on my mustache on that poster you keep above your bed every night. <laughs> That's right. So I thought we'd do a little bit of a, a quick intro round game. And today I had a sort of an interesting thought. We've talked before about like switching and what would happen if this guy met that guy. So I, I want to talk about one of our, actually two, say of our favorite movies and what i'm going to say is who would win in a fight between two very interesting characters one is dozer and the other one is bob paulson obviously we all know who those two people are so i think what we're going to do is go in the order of shortest name to longest name first name or last name uh let's say first name and do you mean bob paulson shortest shortest first name Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait is that is that nickname or actual name? No, 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 normal name. Well, I guess it go by nickname. Yeah, let's let's say nickname. Because I go by Sam, yeah, which okay. is the shortest name. All right, so Actually, we'll do that. <laughs> and Benji goes by Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I could say, uh, let's just say Benj. Uh, so sorry, Ben. Pre-op, pre-op or post-op? Oh, well, I would say listen to your heart. <laughs> or, or, or listen to my tits. <laughs> <laughs> right, that so works pretty well. So who's, so, get... so who's first? Sam. I'm first. Okay. Okay. All right. So who would win in a fight between Dozer and Bob Paulson? Um, that's a tough one. I think I would have to go with Dozer on the basis that um, when, when, when Paulson, you know, after, I mean, he does use steroids, so he's, like, kind of a big, strong guy. But then, like, you know, the... the um, female hormones start kicking in, and I don't know how that would really affect his stamina. Um, and Dozer, Dozer kind of has superpowers a little bit. I mean, not like real superpowers, but, you know, it depends It depends on the context of where this fight would take place. You know, like if, if this fight... I don't think you're right, Sam. You don't think I'm right? Don't you remember Dozer's role? Um, you know... That's true. Yeah, I, guess, yeah. I guess he doesn't ever actually uh, demonstrate any superpowers. Right, but so... he, he does have a really big gun, I think, right? Okay, but if you, I feel like go... your argument still works. So you say Dozer. All right. So let's yeah, move I'm going ahead. with Dozer. All right, Benj, as uh, four uh, letters. I would say I would say 
Bob, I would say post-op, because he would do some wicked things where he squeezes, those are between, <laughs> his, does his head between his tits. So that's awesome. <laughs> what a way to go. All right. Uh, and what about Craig? Uh, you have to remind me again who Dozer is. I know, I know. Of course he doesn't uh, know who it is. <laughs> what, what do you mean, Angie? Well, he wouldn't know what characters from what movies we're talking about. All right. It's, it's an inside yeah. joke from college. So okay, so so, so the whole thing is that is the whole thing is that Craig hasn't seen the Matrix or Fight Club ever. So no, no he's seen it in bits and pieces. So but he doesn't know. It's not true, but Benny's been telling. He doesn't know. This. He doesn't know. He doesn't know it's back and forth. Ben, Benny's been. I vote that Craig can't talk college. about this. I vote that Craig can't talk about this. You guys agree with my vote? Craig can't talk oh, about that's this. right. It's another nerd punches nerd classic prank. <laughs> Sorry, your time is up, Craig. Which is not, that's not true on any account. Well, clearly you don't know the characters, so it's okay. I don't remember who Dozer is. Yeah, so you haven't seen the movie. So, you know, he's he's very... he, he answers the phone. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> His brother answers the phone. Yeah, well, that's right. No, Dozer was uh, just an engineer. He was a pilot. Yeah. Anyway, let's move gonna... on. Anyway, his name was Robert Paulson. Yeah. And he was played by Meatloaf. Like, just flop on top of anyone. You All right, up well, a... let's move on. I don't actually screen. remember him fighting in, in, in like, does, does he have any actual fights that we see on screen? In fight yeah. Fight? Yeah, he totally. He, he when does he, he fight? fight? He fights. I don't remember fighting. He fights a fight. He fights, he fights Edward Norton. I think he fought, um. No, like, you don't know. Uh, does he, he fight, fight Edward Norton? Norton? He fights Iceman and. He fights a couple people. <laughs> or that might have been Marvel vs. Capcom, I don't remember. That's right, he fights Maverick, he fights Ken and Chun Lee. Yes, he fights all those people. But in the movie Fight Club, he does fight, and like, there's a whole thing where he wins the first one. He even beats uh, Edward Norton the first time. Does he? I don't remember that. I don't remember him That's fighting. Right. Remember, Edward Norton says. Edward says I remember like, him dressed up like a fat ninja. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was later on, but anyway. <laughs> All right, I think we should move on. Uh, let's get on to today's topic, which is going to be old school cartoons. That's right, old school cartoons, yeah. by which we mean 80s and 90s, because anything earlier than that is... <laughs> what? Is there anything? No. I'd say old Disney not. and old, old like, Warner Brothers stuff. Well, like, Warner yeah. Brothers could count. But you're right. talking about? Are you talking about? You're talking about ty- like TV shows, not not like films, right? Not right? films. So yeah, there are like Disney old Disney or like shorts, shorts maybe, and, right? Uh, Warner Brothers shorts, obviously yeah. that existed. But that's basically and like you know Tom and Jerry and stuff. But you know we shows, can... right? You're not talking about movies. That's or are right. you just television shows? Yeah. So before we get started, I, I thought we'd play a little game, and the game is who can name the most cartoon shows in 60 seconds mm. and here's how it's going to go we're going to go around the room and we're going to have to skip me because I have a list of them <laughs> but, I'll go at the same time wait this, <laughs> no, this no, could no. take a while we, no, we might be going for a while I told you 60 this. seconds total oh, okay for everybody. Wait, so then isn't it going to be a tie if we're just going around no because you, you only each person only gets uh, you, know, you only get like so, I, actually, you know, you're right. What I'm going to do is say two minutes total, and each person gets five seconds. What? What? <laughs> you get five seconds to say the name of a cartoon, and then we go on to the next person. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. If you miss it, do you understand now? Monsieur yeah. Sam? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's try it. All right, so we'll use the same order, which is Sam, Benji, Craig, and you get five seconds to say your, the name of your cartoon. 
if you miss it, we go on to the next person. Are there any stipulations or any cartoon you can think of? It has to be a cartoon from the 80s and 90s. So nothing of today and nothing earlier than the 80s. So, okay. for example, if it's still well, on... If, if it's for, still on... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, if it's still on, it counts. However, if it's like a totally new thing, like Avatar, for example, it does, you, you know, that's, that's just an example of something that won't count. So, are you guys ready? Yeah. All right, let's go. All right, so I'm going to start the clock, and then we move to Sam. Go. Uh, DuckTales. Ding! Attack on Titan. And you lose. Wait. Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Attack on Titan? Greg. There's no way that was from the uh, 80s or 90s. Recess. Ding. Wait, I didn't hear what Craig said. He said recess. Go. Uh, um, Captain, uh, I mean, Captain Planet. Ding. Magic School Bus. Ding. Rugrats. Ding. Uh, Ren and Stimpy. Ding. Doug. Ding. Beavis and Butthead. Ding. X-Men. Ding. South Park. Hey Arnold. Ding. Batman. Ding. Simpsons. Ding. Batman Begins. <laughs> That's too recent. Yeah. Um, it's my turn. Hello. Okay, you're out of time, Sam. Ben. <laughs> Wait, the critic. I didn't know it was my turn. The critic. Should be paying attention. Benji, go. Yeah, we got it. Uh, that's ninety-nine. I say no. Next. Uh, cat dog. Sure. Next. <laughs> uh, Tailspin. Ding! Simpsons. You already said it. Eh. Fuck! The Critic. <laughs> you <Yeah>. bastard. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> Come on, Sam. Gargoyles. Ding! Uh, Superman. Ding! Wildcats. Ding! Uh, Darkwing Duck. Ding! Land Sharks? Is that what it was called? Ding! Project Geeker. Ding! Josie and the Pussycats. Mm, that's too old. That wasn't in the 80s? No, sorry. Ah, oh, fuck. Veggie? Uh, Mice from Mars? That's what's called. Our oh. Puppets. That was pretty good, and we just ran out of time. Looks like there's a tie. So, that's right, tie. Sam and Craig both tied for eight apiece, and Benji was close behind with seven. And so here's the tiebreaker. What I'm going to do is... <laughs> what I'm going to do is give you the Wikipedia description from a specific show. And the first person to tell me what I am describing wins, okay? Alright. So you just say, you just say just, you know, just tell me when, you, when you're ready, okay? Alright. This is an American animated television series. It aired from 1983 to 1990 on NBC and is a follow-up to the original series. The show introduced the Chipettes, three female chipmunks with their own human characters. Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yes. Damn it. That's right. <laughs> Obviously. Well, that's uh, an interesting call out. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It is the Rescue Rangers uh, and the Chipmunks. I like that show. Yeah, no, that was a good one. So... Today, of course... Not not Alvin and Chipmunks. I'm saying Rescue Rangers I liked. Well, Sam, as the winner of the game, yes. you get to pick which of, the following, <laughs> which of the following two categories we talk about first. Okay. Either we talk about what was surprisingly good 
or what was surprisingly bad? Um, when you say surprisingly good or surprisingly bad, you mean like now that we're adults looking back on it? That's right. Yeah. Using the powers of our minds. Okay. Um, so let's talk about surprisingly good first. All right. And then we'll get into surprisingly bad later. Yeah. All right. So what are you thinking? Um, in terms of surprisingly good cartoons from the 80s and 90s. That's right. Um, off the top of my head. Well, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's surprising that, um, Batman the Animated Series is good. I think like everyone knew it was good at the time, but it certainly holds up pretty well. Yeah, I, um, I don't think that really falls under the. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily good. call it surprising. I think a better example of of something that was surprisingly good was like Gargoyles. Okay, why is that? I mean, and I should say Gargoyles. I didn't actually watch Gargoyles as a kid. I didn't watch it until I was in college. Um, but it holds up really well because it's it's the rare cartoon, kids' cartoon that actually has like, ongoing character development from episode to episode where, like, the characters actually grow and change and they, like, reference things that happened in earlier episodes. Um, it has one of the best villains of any cartoon. Um, uh, David Xanatos was his name. Um, he was, like, this genius, evil genius guy, um, billionaire. He was kind of like the evil Batman, I guess, a little bit. Um, or, like, the evil, uh, evil Tony Stark. Um, right. And wasn't he played by uh, Jonathan He was Frakes. played by Jonathan Frakes, uh, Commander Riker of Star Trek The Next Generation. That's right. In fact, that show had a lot of voice actors from Star Trek The Next Generation who, who appeared on it. Um, now, Jonathan Frakes seen... was a regular, and uh, Marina Sirtis, who played Counselor Troy, was a, like a semi-regular. Um, and they had like other people who, who popped in on the show there, here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it was just a very well written show. It had good characters and the characters were interesting and like the evil plots were interesting and like the villains, the villains plots were, were brilliant because like he actually, he actually invented a concept. There was a TV trope named after him called the Xanatos Gambit, which is basically a situation where the villain sets things up so that regardless of what happens, he always comes out, um, you know, in some way, um, better off. Than he was yeah. before. Like it's always every every outcome is to his advantage. So he basically can't lose, well, and that's Xanatos, like a really smart thing for a kids' cartoon. Well, the truth is, the Xanatos Gambit is just a great name. Yeah. In general. Yeah. yeah, that's a great name. Well, I mean, I never saw Gargles. I don't know about the rest of you guys. Uh, I just never, good. never really yeah, got into I've, it. Like kids. I, I remember airing, but I never watched it. I've seen a few episodes, though, and I always remember it was good. I wish I watched it more. Also, the the main guy is voiced by um, Keith David, and Keith David has this amazing voice, like just just killer voice. It's so awesome. Keith David is <laughs> Keith David is a is an older gentleman with a very deep, interesting voice. I think he's got me, this like really deep, rich, resonant voice, and it's really badass. And um, I'm I'm kind of gay for his voice. Well, I think also. I mean, I don't. I never saw Gargoyles really. I never got into it. But it, to to me, it seems like it really fit with sort of the kind of dark thing that a lot of people were getting into that point at that time. I don't know if you remember, but there was this whole goth craze. Yeah. That was all over the nineties. Yeah, you yeah, know. definitely. Darkwing Duck. I mean, even Batman was a reflection of that. Totally. I mean, yeah, like, that was a big part. Well, of it. I mean, Gargoyles definitely. Gargoyles is a, a Disney cartoon. Um, so it was on, I think, a different network than, I want, I forget what Batman, Batman was on, like, 
WB. WB, I, I, right? It, I mean, yeah. So, well, Batman's owned by Warner Brothers, so it was on the Warner Brothers network. Right. Gargoyles is owned by Disney. It was on right. ABC. So, so there was definitely Gargoyles definitely took a lot of inspiration from Batman in terms of that, having that sort of dark, mature tone to it. Um, but they took it in a, uh, I think, a slightly more colorful direction, which which I, I think, think is. Cool. Batman was the first show to uh, actually draw all their animations on uh, a black piece of paper originally so that to give it that darker image and they would draw the lighter colors on it as opposed to starting with with a white background oh, so you're talking about batman yeah batman yes and then and then gargoyles uh copy that same technique um because of the success of batman um well i remember they, seeing it they did that because it saved money batman. originally batman it? didn't do that and it was a lot more expensive because they had to well, because everything was so dark all the time. Yeah. So they were like, well, why don't we just start with dark and then we'll make it lighter? Yeah. So it ended up that they had more cheap animation later on, but it really fit uh, the motif. So it worked out. Interesting. Interesting. I want to bring up something. I don't know if any of you guys are going to recognize this one, but it's my surprisingly good. It was called Eek the Cat. Yeah. I've seen a little bit of that, but I don't really know it. it the truth is, so one of the reasons that I liked it is because it had a really weird, absurdist angle to it, and I just got a huge kick out of it. Now, it's never was released on DVD, so you'd have difficulty finding it now. But I don't know. It, the, the, I guess to me, I like I like that kind of absurdist yeah. thing. And yeah. sometimes those kids shows did play around yeah. with that. I remember, like a, I remember a particular scene where, like, um, uh, like Eek was like it was. It was it was like a whole thing where he was narrating or something, yeah. and then the the ceiling fan just fell on his head, just in the middle, in the beginning of the show. <laughs> exactly. See, uh, that so we like if you remember, sort of that reminds us of the a latter day one, like Sheep in the Big City, where he really oh, yeah. played around with uh, narrative conventions. But of course, that's a sort of <laughs> that's the thing that Benji and myself particularly liked. Yeah. Uh, well, Mo Willems, it's interesting. Mo Willems, the guy who created it, um, he he does children's books in general, and they're pretty funny. Like, I've, I've, I've seen some of them, and they're good. Have you seen this? Have you read about this? Any, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, any famous titles uh, that you could name? Nothing that I remember. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. So, Benji, what do you think? What What is some of your surprisingly good? It's hard because it's been a while. It's been a while! Uh, since, uh, since you can hold your head up high. Yeah, since I can hold my head up high, as Aaron Lewis so eloquently stated about my life. Um, <laughs> I, it's been a while since I've seen things. Most I mean, people things don't know. That song hard. was actually written about Benji, specifically. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's funny because Mr. Linkin Park once wrote a song about Craig. It was called Shut Up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up when I'm talking to you. <laughs> I, I inspire quite the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, it was just, we really inspired this angry 90s, like, Rap metal or whatever it was. That was early 2000s. Right, great. right. There you go. Anyway, so um, I mean, I do remember watching watching X Men um, more recently, like like especially in college, and thinking about how good it was. It was kind of scattered, but how good it was. Um, but does that really go under surprisingly good? Yeah, it's well, some people don't don't uh, see it as good. Don't know. Almost everyone says that about about Batman. Um, um, I'm trying to remember. I think. Um, hmm. I have a tough time. I have a tough time like remembering ones that I've seen more recently that I thought like really, really held up. Um, yeah, I don't 
Yeah. I can tell you, Battletoads, that, that, that pilot was terrible. <laughs> no, that, that was a... That was almost, I, 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 it was, if only I could say it was surprisingly bad, but it was unsurprisingly bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It was like, it was the worst terrible ripoff of Turtles you could ever imagine. And it wasn't so bad as it's good. It, it wasn't so bad it's good. It wasn't no, fun to watch. It was, it it was, it was just straight up bad. You, totally you toads. That's probably not even what they yeah. said. <laughs> but it was some kind of server nonsense. <laughs> it might as well have been. <laughs> it totally toads. <laughs> Yeah. And I remember, like, I think, or, or were they on skateboards? Maybe they were on longboards or something I don't like that. Remember? Really... And if, if I seem to recall, their names were Michelangelo, Leonardo, <laughs> no. and Donatello. No, the na- see, their names were Zitz, Rash, and Pimple. Yeah. I that remember that because the right. game, the game was still fun. And the game was a, really just a ripoff Ninja Turtles. The it was game. a ripoff, a much, <laughs> much harder ripoff. It was. And the Ninja Turtles game wasn't e- exactly easy, but the Battletoads game was insanely hard. Oh, it's well, insanely hard. I'm going to pose a question to you guys. Was Battletoads worse than Street Sharks? I didn't even watch Street Sharks, so I can't really answer that. You Street Sharks? Or- yeah. But did Street Sharks have, have more than one episode? <laughs> because Battletoads <laughs> had only one. They did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, so I, I think I want to talk a little bit about you know, just a couple of specific shows and we can. I want to see. If oh, we can wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I got, I got one. I got one. Oh, also, okay. we haven't, had, we haven't had Craig go yet. Oh, okay. Um, do that. Gar- Garfield and Friends, actually. Oh, yes. okay. I guess I, I agree because the comic strip does not really hold up so well. Yeah. And it was, was of, from the so years of like of like eight to fourteen. I loved Garfield. Yeah, me too. And then after that, he's like, all right, I get it. He eats <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> the, that's like Garfield minus Garfield. That's Garfield. Great. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Man. What a Monday. I better put out this lasagna. Wait a minute. Who ate my lasagna? Garfield. <laughs> oh, so, sorry, John. I got hungry. I also ate Odie. Whoops. It's okay. We got three more. Jim Davis is really the voice of a generation. <laughs> He's literally the voice of his generation. Yeah, that's right. 1843. Oh, the voice of his generation. Uh, so Craig hasn't gone yet with, with something that holds All up. All right, so Craig, right. surprisingly so I'm, good. I'm going to I'm gonna break the rules slightly, because uh, one of my favorite cartoons was um, Clone High, which which was on MTV, I think. Oh, yeah. Episode. I think it was oh. 2000. It only aired for about 13 episodes, and all was, amazing. Uh, one of the greatest... Shows ever, it was just Have so you... consistently hilarious. Yeah, uh, I remember uh, Sam had never seen it, and I said we have to watch the show, and he said, well, "I don't know, Claude High. That's so stupid. That's right. No, I remember, and we we binge watched it in two sittings. And, we watched like oh. seven episodes, and then like the the last six or whatever it was, like over two nights. Yeah, it was uh, hilarious. I did the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I actually have I, it on DVD. Actually, I actually use Clone High in my classroom when I'm teaching uh, about propaganda because I show the scene where uh, mm-hmm. where JFK puts up a, a commercial about you know while they're running together for class president. Oh, the and commercials were brilliant. Last year Abe claimed to be 15. This yeah. year he claims to be 16. Which is it, Abe? Better keep the story. Abe also would like it. He's not. He's never gone on record saying he isn't. Maybe it's too. Maybe he's too busy. Eating babies. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the greatest, greatest fake commercials ever. What was so, that? What? But I, I, yeah, it doesn't count. So 
See if you can think of something, 80s and 90s. You don't count. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, um, not, sure, not well, but I wasn't a math <laughs> major. Your mom doesn't you, count. I guess you count well enough to know that 2002 wasn't in the 90s. Um. <laughs> All right, well, if you can't think of something, let's go through a, a couple of interesting things. And what I'd like us to try to come to a consensus on is, does it hold up or does it not hold up? And we also have the special category of, I cannot believe I actually watched this. I cannot believe I actually watched this. So let's just go, th and then, of course, there's the final category of, well, this just went on too long. So let's start with our classic one, something that started in 1987. And that's right, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And obviously, I think we all saw different percentages of this. So I have a yeah. confession to make about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, because I grew up in, um, you know, a totalitarian dictatorship, I was not allowed to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, or G.I. Joe, actually. I didn't watch any G.I. Joe or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in my own home. I only watched them in other people's homes. So my knowledge of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show is, is very limited. Well, okay, so then we'll think about it this way. What do we think, though? Did it, does it hold up at all? Yeah, I think it absolutely holds up. There was a point where uh, I remember when Sam Goodies was going out of business, I bought, like, the first four seasons of Ninja Turtles because the whole thing cost me, like, $4. And I actually watched a bunch of them only maybe uh, two, three years ago, and they were awesome. And they, they, they really held up with good storylines um, and a good action show, which I don't think really exists anymore in cartoons for kids. Yeah. I think that as the seasons went on, they got a little silly. But I definitely feel like those first couple of seasons really work well. I think they kind of ran out of ideas and, and all the characters sort of lost as much of their personality. But I think there's a reason that people remember that show, you know, fondly. I mean, I don't think yeah. it was perfect, but I mean... It's true. I mean, the, the show definitely had staying power, you know. Yeah. And people much still more so than other things from the same era. Yeah. Well, also, I think I think they had a lot of strong things going for it. I mean, I mean, like the they had a bunch of different characters that were kind of cool. I mean, first of all, even though the, the turtles were a team, they like each had their own little like thing going for them. And as kids, I mean, I was I was like three and four and five when this was big, and we no. would go, we would go. No, I, I remember it wasn't young. It went for much longer. Oh yeah, no, no, it went longer than that, definitely. Um, but uh, but but the thing is that when you go to recess, you know, they, like pretend to be different and turtles, and we when you like yeah. dole it out, and they all had their own personalities and their own weapons, so that was cool. They were also kind of fun, but they still they still like that. Splinter was was a really good like 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 head of the good guys, sort of. I don't know what he's called. It, what, what, yeah, no, 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 I know he's a sensei, but I'm saying like who, who like you know r runs the good guys. He was just really good. He was why he was also kind of. He's kind of like a Gandalf character in a way, and yeah, then, definitely. um, and then and then Shredder was a really good villain. He looked cool, and he he was kind of devi he was like kind of devious and like uh, he's very devious, and like he looked kind of badass. Like I mean, jokes about him, and then and then Krang was like crazy. Like Krang kind of like freaked you out a bit, especially the guy that he went into. Yeah. You know, yeah, Krang Krang was kind of cool, and I will say about um, Splinter in particular. The thing about Splinter was that, like, you knew that he was this badass. Like, he didn't really fight a lot. He, you, you know, usually the turtles would fight and Splinter would kind of stay in the background. But, like, every once in a while, he would kind of break out 
his moves and stuff. And and it would be like, you know, oh, man, here comes Splinter. Watch yeah. out. I told you, know, you about how yeah. that was one of my biggest disappointments of the movie, even though I understand, A, that the costume was probably too big to actually move in. And B, they probably did a, well, let's just make it uh, more zen. Uh, he just moves aside. You know, but... Yeah, so stupid. I mean, if you look at... There are, like, YouTube compilations of Splinter kicking ass, and they're awesome. Like, they're yeah. really... Well, which is why when they but did the, the new version, they had him, like, you know what, we gotta have him kick ass more regularly. <laughs> but that was that was one of the smart things about the show, was, like, they knew that that Splinter was really cool, and they, they were like... But they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, like, overuse him. You know, they kind of they kind of kept you wanting more, which was you know not something that you normally expect from a kids show. Right, yeah, well, let's move on to the yeah. next one then. Uh, it's a it's something. Let's see if you can uh, remember by this little ditty. Move your arms from side to side. Sound familiar? Stay tuned for part two of the podcast.